We're having a nice time. We're having a nice. We're having a nice. We are having a nice time tonight inside the world of dance. Have you ever walked up to a duck and said, "Why are you blue?" Have you ever walked over? To an otter with a clover, and said, "Luck of the Irish to you." Hello, friends, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly, your four-time-a-week blast of joy. I am Nick. I decided to bring jazz back into the week, the mix this week because the grunge riffs, you know, that's. That's a way to start the week when you're bummed. You're like, ah, crap. CGIF, you know what I mean? Or CGIM. Curse God, it's Monday. Way before TGIF. Way before that. And uh, so I thought I'd bring back the chill jazz. Sometimes you gotta do it. Plus it's seasonal. Jazz and... Christmas time go together like George and the Jetsons or George and the Jeffersons or George and the Foreman Grill. That would be a pretty branded children's story to read. George and the Foreman Grill. Uh, as you might be able to hear, I am not particularly bummed or upset tonight. You are catching me in between writing sessions. I'm going to go back to finish something off, but I realize a lot of my worry has to do with trying to write something, trying to make myself write it, feeling like I can't write it, writing it, hating it, loving it, back to hating it. But no, then I just started doing it and I felt better and now I've taken a huge break. And I'm going to feel better when I get back to it. Look, there's other things that come into the mix that make my mood go down. There is no question about that, but sometimes it is an intense weight of just having to work at all and the expectations when you work. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what I'm always thinking. When will I be found out? They call it the imposter syndrome, but the difference with me is not actually high achieving. <laughs> oh, I can achieve high. I meditate long enough or if I smoke that that ganja but I can't be high achieving because if I'm high achieving people will feel bad about themselves so I'm intentionally underachieving in order to boost your self-esteem I am a martyr what about this if I am elected Prime Minister of Canada I will give free citizenship to American comedians if they give up doing comedy. And I will also strip 25% of all current Canadian comedians of the, their title of comedian. So I, I will use the Facebook to do that. If you on Facebook, if it says works at stand-up comedy, 25% of you are being removed. 
It will not be random. It will be decided by me and a very judgmental person to be announced later. So vote for me. I'm not a nationalist. I'm a provincialist. I like my province. I'm still missing America and my friends there, but get it together. What are you doing? Letting the whole place catch fire? Shooting each other? Going into coal mines? What kind of a people go, hey, you know what? We want to go to those mines. Descending into mines is part of our tradition. You know what? How about this? We do, I'll teach you how to design, design software. And then you get to make the new Minecraft. Instead of going into the mines. You want your kids to go into the mines? Honestly, I think coal is a really cool industry. If anybody, if anybody's listening to me in, in Virginia, hook me up with some coal. I'd love to be a coal executive. Someone would be like, "Hey, man, my chimney doesn't work." I'd say, <laughs> "Don't worry about it. Here's a barrel full of coal." When you're the executive, you can just give that stuff away. But why are you going into mines? Today on Twitter, I asked about being honest and if I felt, because yesterday I mentioned I was depressed in the podcast and uh, I felt vulnerable, but also almost silly. And one of the responses was various. I, I asked, you know, is it okay that I'm being honest in this way? Telling people if I get depressed, not really offering a solution necessarily. He said, you, there are two ways of going about things. You can either be honest or not honest. The Twitter responder in question wrote, and he said, but I have also found that talking about depression to people, it really does tire them out and they don't really want to hear it. And from what I've learned, that's what he said. I know exactly what you're talking about. Twitter user. Um... It's a, it's a combination of things, I think, that make us really feel like we don't want it. Uh, people don't want to hear it when we tell people we're depressed. And before I even go further, I do have to say that, unfortunately, I think the safest person to confide to serious feelings of depression is a health professional. Because they're trained to respond in a way that many people will find positive or at least helpful, whereas not everybody in your friend group or your family group is trained in that manner or has the emotional, uh, ha has learned through experience or, or just through intuition how to do that. So, I mean, and also, you know, depression has something to do with feeling doomed and it has something to do with being prepared to feel disappointed, in my experience. Um, especially in my experience to disappoint oneself. But I think that when we feel like we disappoint ourselves, that often will extend to feeling like others disappoint us. 
So it's just when we're in that not only vulnerable position, but extremely sensitive position. It's very easy to feel unheard even when we're talking and to translate someone saying trying to set boundaries as being pushed away and also if someone is pushing us away and is saying something rude because that or is not being considerate of how we're feeling that is entirely possible i'm not denying the existence of that that definitely happens and you, you know those are people if not to reconsider as friends or anything, it's just like to know what their response will be. Because I always do that. I, I get in a situation with someone where I expect something from them that I know I can't provide. And I expect is that they can't provide. Not expect, but you know what I mean. Something You've gone through an experience with someone you love and you know how they respond to situations. But you want this time, you come to them with your, a problem that's the same as the other problems you come to them with and you want them to have a different response but if that behavior is conditioned why would it change hilarious stuff from comedian slash completely amateur psychologist nicholas flanagan nicholas b flanagan to be exact nicholas j flanagan they call me nicholas jazz flanagan but people said, go on with the honesty. A few people answered, said, go on with the honesty. So I will. And I will tell you, it also occurred to me today that yesterday I was talking about veterans being at the show I was performing at on Remembrance Day, uh, Veterans Day, Armistice Day, all the same day, how convenient. And I was also talking about being depressed. Meanwhile... It was a day honoring people who have made had a much harder, been through much more difficult and trying situations. So why be depressed? That is what the rational, grateful part of my mind says. I am completely in agreement with that. But I think suffering is a strange thing. We all do it. We're all just trapped in this jar. Sometimes the jar is nice. Sometimes it's a gross jar. But in the end, we're all just flies in that jar, man. That's why the Alice in Chains album, Mal uh, Jar of Flies, is called that. We're all just a jar of flies. But the jar is different person to person. What I'm trying to say is that I totally respect and understand that I will never have the same reason or to feel traumatized And I will never know the exact difficulty that those men and women who have fought our needed and needless battles over the millennia that we've had that. I will never know those feelings, most likely. Unless there's some sort of dope infantry that gets started <laughs> in a few years. Hey, we gotta fight the Russians. Well, the first people we're gonna send in are the dopes. The cannon fodder. Do you know the cannon was the son of the cannon fodder? A little joke for you I made up right there on the spot. So yeah, 
I mean, when someone says, it's like this kids are starving in Africa thing. Why, why aren't you eating your supper? Kids are starving in Africa. Why didn't you send your supper to African children then? Why didn't, mother, why didn't you mail the food to the African children? That's what I would have said. Wouldn't it be funny, a family where the mother talks like this and the son is like, hmm, wait, that's family guy. I just think if you feel bad, don't think that your feeling bad is lame because other people have had it worse. You're going through what you're going through. We're all going through what we're going through. There are people who've been through the worst stuff and have coped coped with it far better than me going through lighter stuff. But in the end, we're just flies in a jar. Well, it's about what I wanted to talk about tonight. I gotta get back to work. I hope you're having a wonderful life, wonderful week. These are hard times, but they don't really feel like the worst times to me. Um, But that's probably because I'm living in a very coddled position. And that's something I'm really appreciative of right now, is just... I've really managed to bounce around from nice situation to nice situation, and I've got to be thankful for it, even though Canadian Thanksgiving is long gone. Hey, if you're listening and run a show in New York City... I will be visiting New York City in Christmas time, and I would love to perform comedy on your stages. If you enjoyed the Nick Flanagan podcast, Nick Flanagan Weekly, feel free to support our patron. That is not Patreon, that is patron. Patron. Podbean. Nick Flanagan Weekly. Or tell a friend. That is really all I ask. If you enjoy the podcast, tell a friend. Today, my sister, Sarah, shared a Facebook post. She made a Facebook post saying that she enjoyed the podcast. Signal boosting it, so to speak. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you to everybody listening. And rest in peace, Deb Inglis. Deb Inglis.